This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash CSR to download your free audiobook. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash CSR for a free audiobook. And by The Country Squire. Visit thecountrysquireonline.com to discover custom pipes, handcrafted blends, and unparalleled customer service. Thecountrysquireonline.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? You know, I'm doing good. The air conditioner went out at the shop again. Tonight. No! And it was terrible because it was literally, you know, 102 degrees. I think the heat in the, the, They have the nerve to call it wind chill. The wind chill today was like 112. Why you know? would they it's even? like, man, I mean, I'm... I'm popping popcorn on my forehead. Give me a break. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, it's just in that kind of weather when you're in baking in the oven, which is your shop, uh, you know, in that kind of heat, uh, man, you just don't you just don't want to be any near anything that's burning, you know. And so, yeah. like that, I, I was, you know, I have to be honest, I didn't smoke my pipe today because it was just, I, I was just burning all day long. I just, I just wanted to, to just get in the pool. <laughs> man wouldn't that be something yeah it, yeah it would have been we should we should start that maybe we could have a little kiddie pool in the back of this I, I like it i like it sounds good y'all it'd got be, that koi pond we do have a koi pond we could uh in fact i was actually when i was walking by the koi pond the other day thinking can i fish in that probably not that well i mean can you you could can you eat a koi or is it even referred to as a koi there are people probably not there are people right now horrified at the at the internal conversation you're having. Well, here's the deal. If you're ting- is are they horrified because of my uh, uh, my linguistic challenges with the appropriate use of koi? Can you eat a koi? <laughs> or is it the fact is that it- I want to eat said koi? Is it, can, can I purchase a gaggle of koi? A gaggle of koi. That'd be interesting. <laughs> uh, man, we got a great show uh, going on tonight. I'm sorry that you had such a rough, uh, rough day. Nah, it worked out fine. You know, we've got a really big week uh, here at the Squire this week. Again, yeah. uh, 45th anniversary festivity. Uh, are commencing at, at our shop, our, our shop, uh, by far the oldest tobacconist in Mississippi. Uh, the Country Squire has been here since 1970, but, um, you know, also one of the few, uh, you know, real pipe shops kind of in the southeast. That's right. And so, uh, yeah, just uh, really rocking it. It's uh, a lot of fun this past, um, uh, you know, past several days. This whole month of August, we're celebrating the 45th birthday of our shop, and uh, it's kind of cool. I've been reminded of how unique a a true pipe shop really is. Oh, nowadays. big time! Yeah, uh, you know, I, I was talking to another tobacconist today in um, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, great, great town. If you if you've ever never been there, uh, you ought to check out Baton Rouge at some point. But you know, they were just talking about how over the years their shop had transitioned from a pipe shop. Uh, you know, when the nineties hit, they they became a cigar shop because of necessity. Sure. And, Man, you know, for whatever reason, the Squire just stuck it out. Like, we're just a pipe shop. I mean, we, you know, like, again, we carry cigars. We're proud of that. We do a lot of cigar business. But, uh, man, we eat on pipes. That's our deal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that they were, you know, she was, uh, when, it, when we were chatting, she was very proud to, uh, you know, to say that their pipe business was coming back. And I, I really congratulated on her. I like that a lot. But, uh, man, it's just cool. We've got a, got a really unique history. So, um, anyway, celebrating 45 years. Uh, tomorrow, it, tomorrow the eleventh is actually our exact forty fifth birthday, um, and then uh, on the thirteenth, which is this Thursday, we've got our friend Pete Prevost from Briarworks, yeah, uh, Icarus and Neptune, and he'll be at the Squire at six o'clock central uh, for a trunk show. So uh, if you're in the area or in driving distance, 
come see us. Hey, and even if you're in flying distance. It's happened before. I mean, why not? The the pilgrimage can, you know, extend. Absolutely. <laughs> that's fun. That's that's a lot of fun. Did, didn't I say that I'm giving away a free mug to whomever came the furthest? You did. All right, let's let's hold. Are me you to still that. doing that? Yeah, let's hold me to that. I, I think that's a good idea. I think the least they can get is a mug. I mean, come on. If you if you flew all the way from like say China, they're going to get a few you, ounces you, of tobacco. You got to get a little something, something. Yeah. No, I, that, that they are. Well, um, all right, hey man, I I got a big uh, big thing to share, big announcement. I I think you should lay it on us. So here's the deal. Over the last couple of weeks, um, you know, I've been I hate to say teasing it out because teasing implies that people actually want to know what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> So I don't think that's fair. Good point. Um, I've, I've talked about a lot of crazy stuff that's going on in my life, and uh, and uh, I'm, I'm at a point where now I can kind of share it with you because I think it impacts all of you, or at least uh, a good portion of you, I would hope. Um, yep. So, you know, we started this podcast about two years ago. Yeah. And, you know, during during kind of the course of our time doing this podcast, we, we talk about, you know, iTunes a lot. We talk about iTunes reviews, how you can go on, write us a review, and it's a great way to help the show. And it is a great way to help the show. Um, and you know, I, but I've never really fully had a good recommended platform for if you're not using an iPhone. That's right. Uh, like, you know, if you're an Android, you know, I'm, I'm a team Android guy all the way. Actually, in the earlier days of the show, we did recommend a place to go, uh, and get our podcast on, on Android. But over the course of me using that, that service, I found it to be really, really bad. They, they put a lot of ads in front of our shows. We didn't see any revenue for that, which is frustrating. Um, and I just had a lot of issues with that particular service. So we took it down as a recommended source. And over the course of the last two years, we haven't really had a good recommended source for Android. Yeah. And so that being the case, I've been hard at work on this new company building one. Yeah. Uh, we've actually got a, a new platform, a new uh, a podcast uh, player for Android called Satchel. Uh, if you go to the Google Play Store, search Satchel, you'll find it. It is a completely ad-free. It doesn't cost you anything to download. It is uh, built to be beneficial completely for the podcaster and the listener alike. And it, I feel like it, it really facilitates something that's kind of sorely lacking in the space. Um, you know, my, my business partner for this uh, little side enterprise that I've been putting together, uh, his name is Briar. He's a huge pipe smoker. So uh, the, the added benefit is that if, if you're using this application or if you go and you check out this application, know that it was coated over several, several bowls of tobacco. And, and <laughs> most of which is just straight Latakia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, anyway, so check that out. I, I would be just really honored. You know, it's it's in open beta. So, you know, we don't necessarily consider it a, you know, done product from that standpoint. Um, and we're looking for feedback. So if, if you are on a uh, Android device, and uh, even if you're kind of using another podcast player right now, I, I would really strongly encourage you to go check it out. Um, we're looking for feedback from both podcasters and podcast listeners. Uh, and, uh, and all the contact information is on the Google Play Store. Again, just search Satchel. And I think we actually now have links to that application uh, in the show notes for this episode and, and just on countrysquireradio.com as well. So uh, really excited to share that out. It's been, um, I've been like, I guess since October, I've been working on this thing. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. nice to be able to talk about it. It's been a long time, man. I, yeah. I just want to say as your buddy, like really proud of you. You've put a lot of, uh, a lot of sweat into this one. Thanks. Um, you know, I, I, I knew when you were going to be quote unquote, the stay at home dad, that, uh, that was going to look a little different from, uh, from other folks. And, wow. you know, you, you've, you've created Pottery. We've done country square radio and now onto satchel. And, um, I'm telling you, if you've got an Android product, you need to check it out because it's very, 
very high quality. Bo and Briar have uh, have really put everything they've gotten into this deal, and I, I think it's gonna you know kind of kind of set the standard for what is to come in the podcast mm-hmm. world. Podcasting mm-hmm. has taken a new a new turn. Uh, you know, it's becoming so mainstream that you know even calling it mainstream is kind of silly uh, <laughs> it, because it, it transcends that, but. You know, it's just incorporated into everyday life, and I think Satchel really plugs into that idea. So, um, anyway, congrats, Bo. Really, really excited for you, man. Well, and I'm just excited to uh, hear your feedback. Thanks, thanks for uh, yeah. Just bring out the iPhone, you know, so we can. Well, in the future, (laughs) at some point, we got coming. We got to get it right for Android. I'm a team Android kind of guy. Um, but, uh, Hey, you know what else kind of guy I am? I'm a kind of guy that likes to, uh, hang out and meet our listeners. Yeah. And, uh, you know what we mentioned it last episode, I'll be in Grand Rapids on, um, oh man, I want to say it's the 26th is the date that we, we figured out. You don't even know. (laughs) I forgot to update the date, but I tell you what, this is the first time I've ever tried this before, but we've actually got an event on the Facebook page. Uh, so if you're in Grand Rapids or in the surrounding area, just go to the Facebook page and, um, you'll see the, the events, just the meetup event. And that's got all the details, location, times, and, and all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, I think, I, you know, it might be just like four or five of us. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And uh, I think it should be a lot of fun. So, um, so y'all, y'all hook up with that. And uh, hopefully, I, I hope to hook up with you guys. Uh, last but not least, I want to go ahead and mention this now. Uh, the New Orleans Pipe Show has a big announcement. This is awesome. There's a Pipe Carver's Contest. Now, uh, this is a, a really, really awesome deal. If, if you're a pipe carver, uh, the winner of said contest is set to receive $500 from the, uh, from the, the contest sponsor, which is TobaccoPipes.com. Uh, the pipe, pipe can be any shape, but the carver must be a registered exhibitor of the show to participate. So what you want to do is head over to NolaPipeShow.com. If you're a pipe carver, go ahead and register yourself. Make sure that you are exhibiting there. Um, are there? I would imagine there's still spaces left. Uh, yes, yes, there are. Okay, wonderful. There are. It's not too late to to claim your spot. The final judge uh, judging will be done the day of the show, uh, and it will be done all by all of those in attendance. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, so it, it's really a people's choice kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So if if you're you know if you're a carver and and you really would love to see you know kind of the general consensus of what your work is about, this is just a perfect opportunity for you to put your work out there. This is awesome, man. So submissions must be received no later than September 7th. Uh, so go ahead and get those in um, the, uh, for the preliminary judging, rules of registration, more information, all that good stuff available at nolapipeshow.com. And if you've got questions, go ahead and in, uh, email info at nolapipeshow.com uh, for all of the contest rules and all that good stuff as well. Yep. Awesome. You know, and it, just again, like, please, if, if you're even halfway interested in checking out the New Orleans Pipe Show, go to their website, nolapipeshow.com. It's uh, um, man, just real easy to navigate, uh, very clear on kind of all the details of what's going on. Um, and um, anyway, we really hope you, we, we, we see you there. Absolutely. All right. So we've got an excellent topic tonight I'm really excited about. And this is one that, you know, is a little bit more... I guess kind of uh, existential than anything else. Although, you know, maybe this is just our opinions, but and I'm kind of curious to hear the feedback. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be talking about this idea that there has been a shift recently, and I mean extremely recently, right? from cigars to pipes. You know, you talked about that, you know, in, in the, um, what was it, the 90s, you said, uh, about how there was a major cigar shift. Most tobacconists actually shifted to cigars. That's right. But the Squire has kind of miraculously survived that stage as being a pipe shop all the way through. Yeah. Now today, you know, there has been an uptick in interest in the pipe. And I, I you know, 
to some extent, there's no there's no numbers to back that up. I'm not pretending like I actually have numbers. But I, I just think from what we've seen in, in terms of uh, communication, I think what we've seen in uh, pipes being more accessible in pipes and pop culture. Yeah. Uh, we've even talked about at one point wanting to have a rec- regular segment about pipes and pop culture. Uh, but at first there wasn't. And then it just seems like recently, you know, the new Deadpool trailer. Did you see this? I, I did not. Okay, so so Deadpool, it was the, the night before the Deadpool uh, trailer comes out. And it's, you know, him in his costume sitting there smoking a pipe. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and just with the big easy chair and everything else. <laughs> but, I mean, I think the pipe is actually making a, a significant comeback. And I, I think we should talk about it. Yeah. It, it, it's interesting. We definitely don't want to talk about, um, you know, the cigars taking a hit by any standpoint. I mean, certainly, uh, you know, the growth is still there in that industry. We love and, you know, love cigar smokers, love cigars uh, occasionally. But, um, you know, you're right. Our shop for, in particular, like we mentioned before, has been a pipe shop for, you know, 45 years now, even in the 90s as cigars kind of became the rage. We we were there. And, um, you know, and I think what's the beauty of it now is that you've got so many more folks kind of kind of coming into it uh, from a real craftsman artisan standpoint. Right. Uh, you know, uh, you've got, um, you know, not just uh, makers, uh, you know, small American makers that make just a few at a time and uh, and just really take incredible pride in their work, but uh, also small batch people that are experimenting, making their own blends. And, uh, you know, you've got uh, even a whole kind of segment of people online that uh, have kind of become uh, pipe and tobacco critics that are kind of well known for that type of thing. And, uh, you know, I, I think there's some fascinating stuff going on there. But, uh, yeah, you know, we've talked about it before. The pipe, as always, uh, you know, it, it, it again, it forces you to slow down. It's one of those things that uh, it is in it, it, the end in itself while you're smoking it. Right. And so I, I think that's a big part of why it's kind of uh, kind of experiencing a resurgence. Well, why do you think even in the 90s, why did why was there why was there that dive? What why was the cigar on the rise? Yeah, I, and I don't know if it was as much the pipe hitting the skids as much as it was the cigar just kind of absorbing a lot. But you got to think about the spirit of the 90s, okay? Right. Um, all right, so, you know, lot... Spirit of the 90s is alive in Portland. Wow. <laughs> is that is that really how it goes? The, the Portland Thought song. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I need to see that. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you, th- you think about the 90s, like, lots of excitement. The Cold War just ended, like... America doesn't have anything in the way. Like, man, let's go build some, you know, dot-com stuff and take over the world. And, like, right. you know, Bill Clinton's president. Everyone's cool, you know, playing <laughs> saxophone. And, like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's like big picture kind of stuff, you know. Uh, big picture, uh, you know, power, kind of flashy, wearing, you know, uh, bigger hair and, like, shoulder pads. and man. like. <laughs> You know, there's there's a, there's a point to that. I think there's something there. In that kind of pre-9-11 world, we didn't have the, or it didn't seem, I mean, part of it, we were kids at the time, but I mean, I think yeah. there was kind of this cultural, you know, you just didn't care, you know, you're just mm-hmm. kind of out there and, mm-hmm. and you put your feet up and, uh, you know, smoke that fat stogie because mm-hmm. that's what you're mm-hmm. going to do. But kind of in the world that we live in now, uh, the post-9-11 world, not necessarily that was the moment, but I mean, that's a significant moment that I think kind of changed uh, kind of a, a mental mental presence, people want to be more thoughtful. We can't just kind of, you know, throw away our money. We can't just, you know, go go crazy and, and get all this, you know, burn up uh, uh, consumable type stuff. Yeah. I, and I, I think not just with 9-11, of course, that decade that, you know, you and I saw as, you know, growing into young adults at that point sure. uh, was so so dramatic. But really, 
you know, when you think about it too, in the in the year two thousand eight, when the financial crisis hit, That's, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, of of all businesses to be in in two thousand eight, I was in real estate. <laughs> It's like, you idiot, don't do that. But, um, you know, and that's why I'm not in real estate anymore. But, uh, you know, you, you, you think about, like, how traumatic it was. I mean, right. you had folks that were, uh, you know, not only lost their whole life savings or their retirement savings, but also, you know, got evicted from their homes and all these different things. You know, a bank after bank was closing or getting bailed out and right. the auto industry and all these things. So, um you know, it was a terribly traumatic time for our country in a financial sense. And I think in a lot of ways that, you know, kind of makes people uh, maybe a little more introspective, kind of, uh, you know, just pensive as far as some of their, uh, you know, thoughtfulness. So, uh, you know, I, I think in some way that probably has part of it to do with the with the pipe as well. Yeah. Uh, late there in the 2000s, though, I will say there was kind of a, uh, you know, an element where the the how do I say the style factor right. kind of reverted to, and I don't, I don't want to just call this a hipster thing. Cause I, I really don't believe it's just a hipster thing. Uh, but the style, even if you look at, uh, you know, TV productions, people's clothing, that mainstream clothing lines and, uh, you know, uh, things like accessories and, uh, you know, the cars we drive, there was a pivot back towards a 19, 19- 60s 1950s kind of vintage yeah okay? you think about like folks in our age group now are obsessed with like the craft cocktail and like right, right, right. how to tie a bow tie and you know what's the proper way to uh you know use cufflinks or whatever you know and i i think there's a straight razor shaving and right. you know all these kinds of things so uh not that either you or i uh, shave at all but uh you know it it, it's it goes back to like okay let's let's explore some of these old older uh, thought patterns some of these older rituals that people used to you know take advantage of forever and um and and I think that coming after the financial crisis um you know I I think there might be something to that but folks kind of kind of exploring for that sense of stability and timelessness I like that man and uh, you know the, there might be something to it I don't well, know well the timeless aspect I mean we've talked about before about the the benefit of a pipe is that there's a there's a physical thing right and mm-hmm. it's not it's not just about this one time consumption practice uh there's an there's a work of art in your hands there's something that's uh, that's unique and that's there yeah um it's a legacy item it's something that kind of you know that 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 can last you know and we were talking and I think this plays into kind of that spirit of the 90s as well as kind of a, a pre-financial crisis world where, sure, buy it because you want it. Burn it up quick. Absolutely. Um, whereas now it's like, all right, well, let's make it last. Yeah. And let's let's have something um, that, that that is going to not just be here for this moment. But to let, consume, but it, it has its own intrinsic value. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's also, you know, you think about kind of the hyper-stress as well, that, that kind of uh, ac- accumulated in kind of this pocket of time. Yeah. And kind of the wanting and the need to just kind of Take a step back and relax. Yeah, and of course, you know the a cigar is is definitely there's there's you know value there as well. But what, I mean, what is it, man? Why why is it that with a cigar you're kind of sitting there and you don't necessarily have the same mindset that you have when you're smoking a pipe? Yeah, and you know there there's a difference. I mean, if they were both the same, then you'd have folks, you know, the exact same folks would smoke pipes and cigars, and and some do. But but even those folks that do, uh, myself included. Uh, you know, they come for different reasons and they come for different, um, different purposes. You know, I think, um, you know, I, I think when you're smoking a pipe, you are, 
you are okay at that moment with more attention to detail. That's a given, right? Right. I mean, when you're smoking a pipe, you're 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 sitting there, uh, you know, again having to having to uh, you know really be present and focus on keeping your your pipe lit, taking care of your pipe. Uh, fathering the 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 flame there, you know, taking care of the 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 coal and the stoke and the you know lots of uh, the smoke and the tamping and all those things, and so um, you know I I do think there is a mindset going into smoking the pipe that is different from uh, smoking a cigar. You know, smoking a cigar uh, it, it is a relaxation thing. It's definitely uh, it's it's certainly a taste uh, related thing because you know you you light your cigar and. Enjoy the flavor, uh, you know, dependent on the the wrapper that the cigar is made of, the filler, uh, any special leaves that are included. Uh, you know, it, it the flavor profile sometimes changes as the uh, cigar, uh, you know, goes through the smoke, whether it be you know through the middle, it might get more peppery or more right. sweet or you know whatever. And 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 those things are true as well in the pipe. Um, but with the pipe, there's a there's an attention to detail. I think that it sets it apart, and I, I think that's. You know, they're not everyone is meant to be a pipe smoker. <laughs> you know, th- there are a lot of folks that, uh, yeah. that just can't get over that sense of, you know, just got some of these things to do when I'm smoking a pipe. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and, and the flavor reward and, and the uh, relaxive, if I can use that term, reward that's there is, is not enough to entice those people. And, uh, you know, but I, I think a lot of folks have discovered that uh you know in recent years and that's that's a good observation i mean with a cigar it very much is kind of a um easy to use hard to master whereas with a pipe it's sometimes hard to use hard to master and even harder to master yeah yeah absolutely and, and so there is kind of that um you know that additional kind of uh le- you know barrier to entry but you know i also wonder you mentioned before about kind of how um you know our generation or at least in this moment of time we hate to just kind of say hipster yeah but there is a focus on kind of the the whole you know the craft mindset, the handcrafted cocktail, as you mentioned, absolutely. And, and well, more. And, and vintage things, yeah, yeah. But I wonder if that also plays into kind of a DIY, do-it-yourself, yeah. you know, uh, mindset as well. I mean, most people are not going to be able to roll their own cigars, right? But you get a couple of. I mean, it doesn't take more than two tins to start mixing your own tobacco. That's to right. Some extent. That's exactly right. And uh, you know, especially of course, you know, here in in you know Central Mississippi and and with what you guys are able to do, it's mm-hmm. different. You know, this is the interesting thing. It is different no matter where you are in the in the country as far as the laws go and what you can blend and what you can't blend and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But of course, we're fortunate enough that you know you can actually blend so many different types together and constantly come up with kind of something that is very specific to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even even the stuff like uh what what's uh Walker Hound or what what's the uh Yeah, yeah, Walker Hound that uh that Ricky uh came up with. It was kind of our, you know, last uh, blend of last month, and uh, and actually, Pappy Joe's uh, giving me all kinds of hell. I'm sure tonight because I haven't. <laughs> his, his his is the blend of this month, but uh, it's not on the internet yet. Uh, <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta make that happen. We gotta make that happen like tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> well, and even like you know, my but business partner Briar, he had Bowser's Castle. He's got his own blend, and it became you know it was one so popular it became a you know a blend that you can buy uh, at the Squire. It's on the shelf, you know. Right. So, uh, but yeah, you know, I think with the with the pipe, you have the opportunity to do something extremely custom. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, and and gets that micro level of you know I really like this cigar but man at the end I just wish it had a little more pepper to it or a little more zing right. somehow you know and, and what are you gonna do um, and 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 you can't you right. know other than uh you know it, roll your own 
Well, that's true. But with a pipe, you know, you can, uh, you, you know, you can actually experiment. It's a little more accessible to experiment. I with think a pipe. so. Yeah. And I think I, it's it's something that you can easily share too with somebody else. Like, hey, I made this. You go to your pipe club meeting or, or yeah. you know, the bar or wherever you might be, and you can kind of share the blend that you've been working on with with you know the folks. Well, and you know, one thing as a as a pipe and you know retailer and tobacconist, I've learned over the last few years is pipe people are knickknack people. Like. Pipe wow, people, what an interesting observation. Pipe people are knickknack people. Pipe right. people like the accoutrement. You know, they like the stuff. They the, like the, the accoutrement. They they don't the the accessories and the ah, yeah. the the swag. You know, they they want the you know they don't want just the check tool tamper. They they also need the tamp the dress tamper for when they go out. I and mean, how the, many times they, have you, know, you seen those sellers posted on the internet with everybody's tins and you don't need that much. You know, right. Seattle Pipe Club, Mississippi River. <laughs> like you, do, you really don't need twenty five pounds, but, but you, you have it. Show it off. That's you ha- right. but you have it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and I don't know. There's something to be said said for that. Uh, you don't necessarily need a seven day set of uh, Peterson Sherlock Holmes, you know, edition pipes, but but you you've got them, and you know what? You've got the you know matching matching uh, you know stand to go with them, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think. There's something about those knickknacks that uh, people find uh, appealing and intriguing. It's definitely a uh, something that a collector can enjoy as well. And it goes into what you were saying before, right? About that, about kind of creating that custom experience. Right? That's right. That's it's right. Uh, these are my these these pipes represent me in some way. This blend is something specifically and special that I made. Yeah. Um, you know, and it. it it says. I mean, you could argue that that might be something of a selfish mindset to have. But, I mean, I, I'd like to think that to some extent it's about kind of sharing that experience or kind of like saying like, hey, this is this is a little piece of who I am. Well, it lets you individualize. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, it does. I mean, if you, you know, if you're, you know, if, if you're smoking a Oliva, you know, a Series G and I'm smoking a Oliva Series O, like, you know, that that gives you an idea of who we are. But and if on top of that, the pipes that we're smoking it in. Yeah. Well, yeah. Th- those are those are cigars, but yeah. Oh, if you, <laughs> I was wondering why I was like, I've never heard those. those but yeah, uh, you know, if you if you're if you're smoking, you know, a, a certain pipe and a certain leaf, and you're right. camping it with a certain thing, and it's a it's a different shape, and you're into freehands, and I'm into you know old school billiards, and oh, by the way, this guy's got a church warden, and you know, I I do think there's a sense in which it um it, it individualizes you more. People always laugh at the country squire uh, when they are shopping for a pipe. Um, I, uh, hand them this little red box. I, you know, we've got all the pipe trays pulled out, you know, there's pipes scattered all over the shop and I, uh, invariably hand them this little red box. And inside this box has got these sleeves, these sleeves that go over the end of the mouthpiece of the pipe. And I say, you know, you need to try your pipe on. And people kind of look at me like, what are you talking about? And trying your pipe on, you, you put the sleeve over the end and you actually, you actually put it in your mouth and you go look in the mirror. And and the the reason for that, the reason why that's so important is that when you're smoking a pipe, you are already making a statement. Right. <laughs> you're you're already making a statement of who you are as a pipe smoker. Um, you know, it's just it's just a fact. And so, you know, you want to make sure it's it's the right one. It kind of identifies with uh with your personality and uh and character and um, you know, so so try your pipe on. Man, that's good. Yeah. Look, I you know, so so kind of in in summary, there's an element of uh, the largest I think thing that that it kind of goes back to is just a way to kind of express more of who you are. Mm-hmm. 
uh, that you just can't do with with uh, the cigar. There's also a longing to kind of have something that kind of lasts beyond the moment. Yeah, that doesn't happen with a cigar. And, uh, and 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 again, let's be careful because we want to not trying to alienate cigar smokers. Yeah, and we want to. You know, there's definitely not been a huge dip in cigar smoking, but there has been a resurgence of of pipe smoking. That much is clear. Like like you discussed at the beginning. You know, you've got. Um, you know, we don't have necessarily a survey or something, but the the incredible amount of social activity and mm-hmm. and you know just just visual presence uh, of the pipe, uh, whether it be in media or uh, online, is just um, you know is is prolific now. I'd be interested to hear feedback on this, and you know, we, we often, I mean, part of this too comes from just we get a lot of emails from people who are new pipe smokers who yeah. discovered the podcast. Uh, for that reason, so I'd, I'd be interested to kind of you know hear your thoughts. Why why do you think that there is kind of a resurgence of the pipe? Uh, do you think it is kind of specifically cigar smokers that are switching? Do you, are those two really even connected? Send us your thoughts. You know, like I mentioned at the top of this discussion, it's a little more existential. It's more kind of us putting our thoughts together on this and thinking yeah. through it. But um, we really we'd love to share some of your thoughts uh, for next week's episode. So of course you can send those in csrpodestery dot com. Another thing you could send in is book recommendations. Ooh, we do like book recommendations. We do. We like we like to read and listen to books. Yes, we do. I've been actually uh, re-listening to a book. I'm sure I've recommended it before called The Four Hour Work Week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, that's a foreign concept to me, and I think will be for a very long time. <laughs> However, I, you know, there, a lot of the tips in that are kind of about how you can uh, kind of manage your life a little bit. Yeah. And you know, the funny thing is, I'm not a huge self help kind of guy. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like broadcasting that I read self-help yet i just broadcasted it <laughs> on the internet um uh, but you know I, I don't I, like to broadcast that i need help at all i don't i don't <laughs> i don't want somebody to walk into my house and see like a bunch of books that say like oh bo's got a lot of problems right <laughs> i don't want you know like oh i wonder if he's a serial killer no dude I, there, there's no self-help book on how to get out of that well but, here's the thing there might be yeah. here's the thing if you if uh if you want to if you want to read more and and you want to kind of keep it more close to the chest you can with audible that's right. If you go to audibletrial.com slash CSR, you can get yourself a free audio book. They're an excellent service. We love Audible. And uh, you know what? If, if you are kind of looking for a way to kind of uh, uh, help manage your time, get down to that uh, coveted four-hour work week, check that book out. It's uh, mildly dated, but I think some of the practices are, are worth considering. Sure. And, and it also helps the show. Absolutely. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe question of the week. Pipe question of the week this week is brought to us by the New Orleans Pipe Show. Head over to nolapipeshow.com to register yourself today. Uh, if you're a pipe carver, you already know 
you got to be there, get your pipes in to make sure that you are uh, registered to win that $500 prize. But hey, if you are just a pipe enthusiast like so many of us, you're going to want to be there. So again, nolapipeshow.com, go ahead and register yourself today. All right, this question comes in from Steve B on Facebook. He says, hey guys, love the show. Uh, was a new listener for about a month ago, and I've listened to about 55 episodes so far. I have a question for John David. I have acquired a 1992 Dunhill Briar uh, that is in great shape, but there are some pretty deep bite marks on the stem. Mm. Is it worth my while to get it repaired? And if so, who do you recommend? I trust the judgment and the recommendation. Thanks a lot. Steve from Madison. Uh, we just happen to have, uh, someone that I would highly recommend that might even be listening right now. (laughs) Um, yeah, you know, if it's, if it is the original stem to that Dunhill, um, even if it's got some pretty, pretty sizable divots in it, um, man, it'd be, it'd be worth getting it, getting it done. You know, you, you think about having the original stem of a pipe, there is, there is no substitute for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you know, you, we do put new stems on pipes and, and, uh, you know, but it, it, particularly if it's got that white spot on it or, uh, you know, it, it, just the way it might fit fit the pipe. Um, I don't know. I'm a sucker for the original stem. I really am. So yeah. uh, I, I'd, I'd encourage you to get it done. If, if, the, if the divots on it from the bite marks are super deep, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the big problem you'll run into is that it might have almost or maybe have already pierced the, uh, the air chamber there. Uh, and so, you know, when that happens, your options are kind of limited, you know, um, you, you know, but if, if that has not happened, you know, um, uh, you won't be able to, you know, if, if the divots are super, super deep, you won't be able to get it all out, but someone will be able to kind of, kind of buff that and maybe, um, you know, make, make that a little less than what it looks like now. So, um, worst case scenario, if it were me, send your pipe off. Uh, get that uh, get that stem uh, refurbished as much as it can while protecting both the logo uh, and the air passageway on it. And then while you're at it, get you another stem made. Get you get you one more stem for you to just use on a casual daily basis. And that way you've got two stems for your pipe. Uh, kind of a commemorative stem that uh, you know goes with the pipe as a collectible uh, item, as something that uh, you know has value, and and another one that uh, you know you can just enjoy on a on a daily basis. Maybe you prefer instead of an ebonite stem like a lucite or um, you know a, a acrylic or something. Uh, you know, so so you know check that out. I, I think there's just some different ideas for you. Uh, yeah, I mean we we don't have a official tie-in recommended uh, you know pipe repairman for uh, country squire radio but but we kind of do but we kind of do <laughs> I, I would go ahead and say and actually i, I even emailed him back and said i don't yeah. know if, if jd would say pull the trigger or not but if he does yeah reborn pipes that's yeah. who you need to go yeah. to I'd, I'd just look up our friend reborn yeah. uh you know and and you can get him actually uh i think it's at reborn pipes on twitter that's right uh shoot him a message uh reborn's just got you know years and years of experience doing some really high quality work uh, and he works fast too. So oh, and beautiful, uh, beautiful stuff. In fact, yeah. if you go to rebornpipes.com, you can see his blog and yeah. a lot of the work that he's done. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, you know, lots of great pipe repair folks out there. Uh, you know, just tons and tons and tons. I, I will say, not all of them are created equal, but a good friend of the show, uh, Reborn. I, I definitely check him out. Absolutely, great yep. question, Steve. And if you've got a pipe question of the week, feel free to send it in CSR at potisteri.com, or you know what, you can send it in on Facebook as well. We'll take that as as well. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire questions. 
All right, man. We are continuing on from last week where uh, Tim Nyman actually had sent in a couple of holiday-themed quick-fire questions. Okay, okay. And so we're kind of keeping that uh, that yeah, Christmas in July, even though it's August. Now, did Tim, bring, Tim brought some questions in last week, right? He brought in some... He, it was a, there was a kind of a bundle that he sent in. Okay, okay. So imagine, I really like this. Like, people are contributing, and they're giving us so many that oh, it, we're, so we're kind of having part part one and two. I'm loving but it, But it, it's good stuff that maybe you and I wouldn't have thought of. Absolutely. All right, bring the heat. All right, he says... Fruitcake or Santa's cookies? Wait, now he says Santa's cookies in quotation. Is that a brand? I don't know. I'm thinking of those like really... I think if he's saying Santa... I mean, my, my guess would be Santa's cookies that maybe you're leaving out with the milk by the fireplace. See, I you would know? think that too, but the quotations to me make me think there's like a specific like... I All I, all I know is like fruitcakes, like y- y- you'll bite into a fruitcake and find like a bolt... And like maybe a thimble and like a, uh-huh. a used band aid. Like, <laughs> I mean, fruitcakes are like someone takes all the. What does Jim Gaffigan say? It's like you know you've got the whole you know uh, table after all the stuff's like been made and right. you know half eaten and everything. He's just like I will just scrape all this crap kind of here and make a cake out of it. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't you? Don't you think you found a jelly bean in your fruitcake? I've before? never once ever eaten a fruitcake. And I have no desire to. Well, then I can't say you are what you eat. Ah, ah. Santa's cookies for me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, out of curiosity, do you do you bake the cookies? Did y'all bake the cookies that you put out for Santa, or did you use store bought? You know, I think uh, I think it was Chips Ahoy. Is that right? Yeah, I think it was just Chips Ahoy. Now, see, that's why Santa didn't bring you the good stuff. No, no look, you got to put that extra love and care into the cookies. Okay, he can taste it. All right. Well, that's fair. <laughs> I, I just I, I I I believe that Santa if. Santa's watching this evening would uh, would say he was very pleased with his Chips Ahoy. Well, we do know that Santa is a CSR listener. I mean, we've talked about this before in uh, we have. The, the contested we do. case. And, and, Miss, and Mrs. Claus. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. She, she's, she's all about it. <laughs> Christmas Story or National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Mm. I got to go with the Christmas Story. I like the leg lamp. I'm going to go with neither. Okay. That, that might That's be fair. blasphemy. Do you, but do, you have a, do you have a pick? I don't. Oh, you mean just in terms of uh, Christmas movies? Yeah. My go-to Christmas movie is uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. That, that is like our yeah, family I could, tradition. I could go with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just remember loving that leg lamp. Like I was actually at Home Depot not too long ago. Right. Uh, one one you know recent Christmas, and I saw the leg lamp uh, available at Home Depot, and I um, actually I think I texted uh, texted my dad Santa, who may, <laughs> may or may not be listening. I was like, man, this is this is exactly what we need. That and a, a, a BB gun. I'm sorry, Santa Claus? Your dad is no, Santa No, 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 no. I didn't mean that at all. Okay. Let's move on to the next question. All right. I'm just curious <laughs> about that. Um, how does your dad get around? That's the question. Uh, Cherokee or Parsons? Now, of course, this is a, uh, a pipe tobacco blend, so let's assume that the question is, during Christmas, do you okay. go to the Cherokee or do you go to the Parsons blend? Okay. If it's Christmas time, I got to go with I gotta go with Parsons blend. It's got more fruit. There's a hint of cherry in it, and that burley is just really soft uh, for a nice, uh, nice Christmas smoke. So I'd probably have to go with that. Otherwise, during the year, mm, probably fifty-one percent Cherokee. Yeah. Any other time of the year? Yeah. yeah. It's got more Virginia in it. A little more bite. Uh, a little more vitamin in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like, but it, but at Christmas time, I'm going Parsons blend. Yeah, I'm, I'll go with Parsons as well. That's a good one. Fair. Man, that, that clears up our uh, quick-fire questions from Tim. Excellent questions, Tim. And, of course, if you've got some questions for us, this is a great model. Send them in as kind of a, a bundle or, or topical or however you do it. I'm, I think we're really, we're really enjoying this. Yeah. 
your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right. Listener feedback this week comes to us from iTunes from uh, Hunt and Fish 64 says, uh, make my day. Awesome show, guys. I listen on my drive into work with a full bowl. Gets my mind right every time. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you, Hunt and Fish. That's great. Yes, sir. That's great. Hunt and Fish 64. I like uh, I like that handle. I, I do not do either of those things. Uh, next from Lockdown199 on iTunes. He says, finally caught up. Uh, over the last few months, I've been listening to get caught up from the first episode to the last. Uh, tonight in my workshop, I listened to the most recent show, and I have to say I'm addicted. Uh, my favorite show was your interview with Brian Levine. I could listen to the three of you for hours. Uh, in closing, I'd like to thank the two of you for keeping me entertained for one night each week. Best of luck again. Thank you, uh, GB Slenderlands, Sling, Slingerlands, GB from Slingerlands, New York. I've never heard of Slingerlands. How can I butcher, man? Slingerlands sounds like a like a, the name of a bar. Come on down to Slingerlands. You know, right down the road from where I was born, there's a little town in Texas called Cut and Shoot. Of course there is. Of course there is. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, I want to be from there. Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Yep. Uh, wow, great listener feedback. Look, we love getting in those uh, iTunes reviews from you. And, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, but yeah. uh, we, we get so many different reviews and emails and, and Facebook comments from people who've discovered the show. Uh, you know, they, they've found us on iTunes or they've found us on online or, or you know, however, they've kind of stumbled into it. Maybe a message board. Yep. What, I want I want to try to encourage you. If you listen to the show, if you if you like Country Squire Radio, if this is a podcast that you're enjoying the content on and, uh, you know, you you're, you would be proud for people to know that you do it. Go out this week. Tell somebody else who's a fellow pipe smoker about this podcast. Um, because I would love to start actually seeing, you know, when people write in and they say, Hey, I, I, you know, they introduce themselves. We give them a shout on the show. I would love for them to actually say, I heard about it through my friend, you know, Jake, or I heard about it through my friend, Cynthia or whomever it is so that we can also kind of give double props to the new person coming on and also to the person that kind of recommended them coming on. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, if, like I said, if you, if you enjoy the show, if you, if you're proud to listen to the show and proud to kind of share it out with your friends and especially your, uh, your pipe club, um, let them know. Cause that would be, uh, it'd be awesome to start seeing that kind of feedback come in. We want to also encourage you to tune in live every single Monday night after hours at seven 30. We do do the show live then that's five 30 Pacific, eight 30 Eastern, uh, at countrysquireradio.com. Of course, that is the uh, the hub to find all of our contact information. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, and you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. And of course, the uh, the show's Twitter handle is at Squire Radio, where you can tweet into us live during the show, which is always fun. Uh, and uh, you know, like I said, countrysquireradio.com is the place to go for all of that contact information and more. Well, man, this was a great episode. Yeah, man, I had fun. It's I got to be honest, I didn't quite know what uh, what to expect going in, but I'm I'm really glad things went exactly yeah, the way they did. Me too, <laughs> by far. All right, man, let's go have a night. See you, brother. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.